you like this girl? I do, but I don't want to hear all the guys. I don't want to hear Fuck them now. Fuck those kids. Half of them are going to end up better in jail anyway. Nobody cares. The only thing about it is it's good for you and how you feel about each other. Let me tell you something. When you're alone late at night in bed, just you and her under the covers, that's all that matters, see? You got to do what your heart tells you to do. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome back, welcome back. You know what time it is? That's right, Fan in the Van podcast time. Oh, God. What a not-so-splendid weekend for Yankees baseball. Uh, Obviously, the Friday night game gets rained out, so they play Saturday. Sunday, you have a a single game admission, friggin' doubleheader, back to back, none of that. Oh, let's take a half hour break, blah, 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 whatever, right? All right. So, obviously, before we get into the main topic at hand, uh, the Yankees lost both both games at a doubleheader yesterday. Uh, game one, obviously, which is bonehead plays. You know, you had, you know, the shortstop, I can never pronounce his name, uh, Falafa, whatever his name is, uh, gets picked off at first. And then you have Hicks getting picked off. Um, you know, then... You know, they just couldn't hit with, you know, they couldn't score with runners in scoring position. You know, bottom of the eighth after Judge friggin' Judge ties it, Hicks has a chance to give him another lead and nothing. Then you bring Chapman out. And, you know, I had this discussion with somebody the other night and we were talking about Yankee closers and how at one point with Chapman, you could... Just say, all right, this game's done and go put something else on. And then you just get the notification. Yankees win. Chapman gets the save. But lately in the past, I would say almost two years now, you could go back further if you really want to. A lot of the times lately, you have no faith in Chapman. Boone goes out, they're talking and blah, blah, blah. And you find out that, you know, he's getting treatment for his Achilles. And, you know, but Chapman wanted the ball. If you took... If you took Chapman out there, you're the manager. If you took Chapman out there, nobody's going to get pissed about it because then who knows what might have happened. We're going to the bottom of the ninth, still tied nine, uh, 1-1 instead of being 3-1 to one or whatever it wound up being. Um, you know, he misses the slider to pitch one on A.J. Pollock. Next thing you know, Pollock's sitting on a fastball, which ain't as fast as it used to be, let's be honest. And Pollock drives one to left field. You know, then they put it on, you know, then they add on two more. And the bottom of the ninth, and then I figured Boone wouldn't pinch hit for Marwin Gonzalez. I sat there, me and Jay are watching the game on Amazon Prime. And, you know, I said, I don't see what the deal is here if we don't, if we, you know, if we put in Glaber Torres, you know, you might as well just leave Marwin in because you have the second game. And who knows, even if Glaber gets a hit there or Marwin Gonzalez gets a hit there, and then let's say Trevino... Hits a two-run bomb. Now the game's tied, and this goes longer. You have no bench players left going into the second game because everybody's going to be used up from the first game. So I really wasn't in favor of him pinch hitting for Marwin Gonzalez there, and it's not like it did anything because Glaber wound up striking out anyway. So, um, and then the second game, obviously, it was a friggin' dick measuring contest between. Um, Kopech, however you say his name for the White Sox, and Severino, which is probably one of Severino's best outings you could have gotten out of him so far this year. And then 
the bullpen blows the game. All right. <laughs> then Tim Anderson, who is the main topic of this podcast today, along with Josh Donaldson, um, hits a three-run bomb to silence the crowd, and he's trotting around. Now, you're asking yourself, how is Tim Anderson the topic of your podcast? And who is Tim Anderson? Well, Tim Anderson is some annoying little prick fuck who plays for the White Sox, whose head is blown up so much because he's had a decent, you know, two, three years that his name has become known within Major League Baseball. That, in fact, in an interview about a year or two ago, he says that he's the new Jackie Robinson of baseball. So, there was an incident that occurred with Josh Donaldson and Tim Anderson. And it's not the first incident. And it surely won't be the last. And there was a little collision or whatever it was. You know, words were exchanged. And then the following day, Josh Donaldson says, hey, Jackie. Now, this is where this takes a turn. Because now everybody's thinking that Josh Donaldson's saying it because Tim Anderson's black. Jackie Robinson has, happens to be black. And now, here we go. Here's racism within baseball. No. There isn't. My buddies at 1420 Sports were waiting for this one. So, I'm going to explain how it's not. And how Tim Anderson, in essence, opened the door. And if anybody should be offended... It should be Jackie Robinson, even though he's long past, but his family should be the ones affected by this. Because Tim Anderson did not break any barriers to become a Major League Baseball player. Jackie Robinson did. So Tim Anderson, shut the fuck up. You open the door, my friend, for people to say this to you. And it's not in a racial term. He always, Josh Donaldson said it joking around, and what's funny is, if the White Sox weren't a subpar 500 team, this wouldn't be a thing discussed, but because they're 21 and 20 now, okay, all of a sudden, and they're a shitty franchise, and Tony La Russa should have never came back to manage, okay, but all of a sudden now, this is a big deal. This is the big deal now with... You know, oh, now it's racist, and Major League Baseball is actually going to investigate this to see if Donaldson gets suspended. I'm sorry, no. You know, I, I listen, I understand we live in a sensitive world now, and everything could be racist. I mean, somebody could say that the color of this wall I'm looking at is white, and that could be deemed racist, okay? Um, but no, Tim Anderson opened up this clam. Josh Donaldson, we all know, at times is an instigator. And he said it joking around. So for Major League Baseball to sit here and you're actually going to waste your time investigating this? You guys are a bunch of jackasses. It's not racist. In no way, shape, or form is it racist. I mean, but again, where does Tim Anderson get the stones to sit here and say he's the new Jackie Robinson? I would have loved to have been the guy doing this interview. Because the minute I heard that, I would have said, hold the fuck up, wait a minute. What barrier did you break? You, you have no, you didn't change the game of baseball. So what Tim Anderson is saying to Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Gene Carlos Stanton, you know, guys like 
a Pete Alonzo. Ah, shit, the list goes on. That he's the end-all, be-all. You guys are nothing. To the Suzuki's of, of, you know, you, you know the Hichiro Suzuki's of the world and the, you know, and the friggin', um, just, just everybody who's played with in Major League Baseball, that's a big star. He's saying he's bigger than all of you. Like, he's on the Mount Rushmore baseball and you guys are just nothings. That's what he's saying. This guy believes his own hype. And what happens when you believe your own hype? Eventually, that hype dies out. Okay? Jackie Robinson played through an era where no person in this league now would have ever survived it. Let's be real about it. Black, white, and different doesn't matter. You would not have survived it. Okay? Being called the N-word everywhere you go. Your family being verbally abused everywhere you played. Really? Tim Anderson would have survived that in Jackie Robinson's era? The fuck he wouldn't. Don't even give me that shit. Don't even give me that. Don't even give me that. Because when Tim Anderson... When Tim Anderson can, can, can do what Jackie Robinson did, okay? And now that Jackie Robinson didn't believe his own hype. Jackie Robinson did what Jackie Robinson did best. Is he went out there and he played baseball. He didn't sit there and do an interview and talk about how he's the next best thing and, 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 you know, and placate his own ego the way Tim Anderson has done, okay? So if I'm Tim Anderson, I just grab my bat, go to the plate, and shut the fuck up. Now... The incident gets worse. And I'll go back to a little bit more Jackie Robinson in a minute. Now, Donaldson's up. I forget what inning it was. Might have been a bottom of the eighth, bottom of the seventh, whatever, whatever it was. And now Yasmandi Grandal, the catcher for the White Sox, decides he's going to chirp in and say something. So Donaldson says something back. And next thing you know, here we go. Bench is clearing brawl. Of course, nothing happened. It's just a whole bunch of pushing, shoving, and chit-chat and whatever else. And it's just one thing that somebody texted me and goes, do you think this is the new rivalry now, the White Sox and the, and the Yankees? I don't think it's just, I don't think it's a rivalry. I think it's just based off of just pure stupidity because one person had to open up their mouth and somebody decided to, to take advantage of it. And you could say mock them a bit. But in no way, shape, or form was Josh Donaldson trying to be a racist. If Josh Donaldson wanted to be a racist, he would have called him the N-word. Let's be real. All right? He would have called him any other racial term for a black person you could think of instead of calling him Jackie. Okay? Because if we're going to sit there and say Jackie is a racist term now, then every guy, girl you know that's named Jackie can't be named Jackie anymore. You have to change your name then. Because if I sit there and say, hey, Jackie, and that's your name, well, well, Jim's being racist now. Or little Johnny Boy Blue down the block called somebody Jackie. Well, well, he's a racist. Okay? But again, when Tim Anderson can sit there and have a manager from the opposing bench say, you don't belong in the league, you know, and then drop every obscenity possible and then still smack a home run or a seeing-eye single or a double or even a triple. When you could go through all that, Tim Anderson, then you could say you're Jackie Robinson. Till then, grab your bat and your ball and your hat and your fucking little jockstrap and shut your fucking mouth. Okay, that's as simple as that. Really as simple as that. Uh, 
you know, again, there's just guys in every sport that are going to placate their own egos. Like, what's next? You know, LeBron's going to come out and say that, you know, he's the modern-day Julius Irving. So if somebody on the Nets were to say, hey, Julius, that's going to be racist. My issue with, with, with this is that, and it's not to play the race card at all, because, you know, I don't, you know, I get along with everybody. I don't care what color skin you are. I don't care your, your, your sexual gender orientation. I don't give a shit. Okay. But what if, let's just say, it wasn't Josh Donaldson at third base. Let's say let's just say, even though Miguel Andahar is Dominican, but you know, a lot of people probably think he's he's black. So let's just placate this for a second. Let's say Miguel Andahar is a is a young African American baseball player, just like Tim Anderson. And Miguel Andahar said it. Do you think we're making this such a big a deal? Do you think this is being made such a big a deal? I don't think it is. I think it's just the fact that, honestly, it's because one's black, one's white, and Tim Anderson took offense to it. And I'm not saying Tim Anderson can't have have any emotion and can't take offense to things, but don't take offense to something where you open the door for it to be said. And it was said in a joking manner. It ain't like Josh Donaldson was like, hey, 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 Jackie, you know. He's like, hey, Jackie, you know, because you opened, you opened it up. You allowed people to reference you to somebody who's more legendary than you could ever be. Okay? If I leave you with this, it's this. Nobody in Major League Baseball will ever, ever, and I mean ever, break the barriers that Jackie Robinson, a Satchel Paige, and all the, all the African-American baseball players that wound up being in the Major Leagues, you will never break that barrier the way Jackie Robinson did. And I understand there's still racism today. And I understand some of these fans say vulgar things from the stands. So I understand that they have to, they, you know, regardless of the sport, I understand African-American athletes have to, you know, still take on that and play through it. And I understand it. And I wouldn't blame them if they wanted to jump in the stands and punch somebody dead in the mouth. But they don't, some do and some don't. But, again, if I'm Tim Anderson... I got to retract what I say and be like, listen, you know, I'm not Jackie Robinson. You couldn't even lace Jackie Robinson's cleats. Okay. What's next? Tim Anderson's going to come out and say we should have a Tim Anderson day the way they have Jackie Robinson day where everybody gets to wear the legendary 42 for a day. Huh? Yeah. (laughs) Because that shit will never happen. That shit will never, ever happen. Never. It'll never happen. So, everybody's been sitting there and they're wondering what the outcome's going to be. Well, the outcome is simple. It's not racist. Okay? It's not racist. I understand you're going to have... You're going to have people who watch sports who have their political views and they're going to, you know, well, well, it is racist because Jackie Robinson was black and like it's a white guy saying it. So like, you know, like why don't we all go to Starbucks and get our little dragon fruit smoothies and let's like, you know, you know, like why don't we just go on the Internet and like bitch about it. Okay, and then you're going to have the people with a clear head who realize that this isn't racist, who just sit there and they go, 
Wait, when you look at the pure fact of it, the article is there for everybody to Google. Go read it. The man references it himself. He says he is the modern day Jackie Robinson. But again, what barrier did Tim Anderson break? The barrier was already broken for Tim Anderson decades ago. So there was no need for you to ever sit there and say that you that you broke any barriers because you didn't. You broke not one single barrier, Tim, Tim Anderson, not one at all. The only barrier you broke was from getting to the minors to the majors. That's the only barrier you ever broke, my friend. But obviously you're going to have people, and I've already seen it. You know, every time something happens in sports, do we always have to debate it? Yeah, we do. We do. Why wouldn't you? But the difference is this. You can debate with people that are knowledgeable and you could disagree, but it not lead to a huge blowout, but you can't debate it with certain people. And this is with any sport and any topic at all. You know, it's like people that still argue with me about Jordan and LeBron. They still don't grasp why Jordan will always be better than LeBron. And again, you could sit there and you could say, well, you know, LeBron's got this and LeBron's got... Yeah, but... Again, again, there's just things that Jordan did that LeBron can never do. And just like there were things in Major League Baseball Jackie Robinson did that Tim Anderson nor any other African-American baseball player that plays in the league today could ever do. And he did the one thing they couldn't do. It's not, and it's not because they weren't born then or whatever it was. It's just the fact that at the time when Jackie Robinson broke into Major League Baseball, was it a point where racism was really high and so on throughout the 50s, 60s, and the 70s, (laughs) you know, and when you, and, and when you go back to the Anderson interview and when he says that, you have to be mind blown. I, it's like, I would have sat there and been like, what barrier did you break Tim Anderson? What barrier did Tim Anderson break? For us to sit here and actually agree with you that you're a modern-day Jackie Robinson. You know, it's one thing if he wanted to say, you know, well, I'm a modern-day Ken Griffey Jr. And even that you would get laughed at because you're nowhere near Ken Griffey Jr. either. Okay? You're nowhere near an Eric Davis who played in the outfield for the, for the Cincinnati Reds. You are nowhere near a Kirby Puckett. You are nowhere near a Tony Gwynn. You are nowhere near, uh, you know... Anybody. I understand you are, you know, you're a talented, Tim, Tim Anderson is a talented baseball player and works hard at his craft. I understand it. But again, he's one of those guys who his name has to be in the headline and the drama has to be, be around him. If there's anything you're like, it's almost like you're a modern day Dennis Rodman because you just love the drama But even Dennis Rodman wouldn't sit there and say that he's a modern-day Julius Irving for basketball or, you know, or or Wilt Chamberlain or anything like that. He wouldn't say none of that. So, you know, I know a lot of people are going to debate this. A lot of people are going to have their comments. So, you know, when I post the link to the episode, you can gladly listen and you can gladly give me your opinion and we can gladly debate it. I'm not going to argue with you in a debate. But I'm going to stick up to my points and you can stick up to yours. That's fine. But at the end of the day, 
Jackie is not a racist term. But Jackie also should have never been referenced in an interview by a guy who can never be Jackie Robinson. So Tim Anderson only has himself to blame. Could Josh Donaldson have refrained from saying it? Yeah, but is that Josh Donaldson's character? No. And I think this incident, his, I think this, this beef between the two is brewed since he was even with the Twins and Josh Donaldson. So this was long before the Jackie incident, okay? But I think I've discussed enough of it. Obviously, people are going to have their opinions, and I can't wait to hear them. So, And then we could debate them, and that's that. But, you know, the Yankees take two huge blows over the weekend. Luis Gill, obviously a young, young, talented prospect starting pitcher, down with Tommy John surgery now. So he'll be out for at least a year, year and a half, possibly two even if, they, if, he, if he does this right and heals correctly. And then Chad Green. And people sit there and go, you know, listen, people want to bash Chad Green at times. Chad Green ain't that bad out of the bullpen. And again, this is something we, we, we all have to grasp when it comes to, to pitching in baseball. They're not always going to have their best day. But has Chad Green come up clutch at times? Yeah, especially when he was a spot starter. He was like, what, 8, 9, and 0 or whatever it was. He couldn't be beat at one point. And everybody's cheering for him. All of a sudden, he has a bad game. It's fucking trade this guy. This guy fucking sucks. Oh, da, 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 blah, 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 right? Okay. Chad Green's down with Tommy John surgery. Now, all of a sudden, here comes all the people that bash the guy. You know, listen, I've bashed him when he's had a shitty game. But I'm not sitting there going, oh, well, you know, Chapman's getting paid more than him. And I feel bad for Chad Green. Listen, this shit happens in baseball. This is the risk you choose when you decide to go out there and throw a, throw a baseball at 90 plus miles an hour. Eventually, some tendon in your elbow is going to give. Could Ch- and Chad Green will come back stronger than he was before. So will Luis Gill. As long as they let it, you know, as long as they, you know, go through the process correctly. Because you've seen guys that have had Tommy John surgery, they rush back and just, just to have it again. So... You know, as far as that, as far as the bullpen will be fine. But when it comes to the closer situation, and, and this annoyed me the other night. So I'm talking with people and people, somebody goes, Chapman has all the potential to be the next Mariano Rivera. And I just sat there. I literally spit my drink out and I go, are you kidding me? I said, are you kidding me? You mean, you think Chapman is going to be better than Mariano Rivera, the all-time saves leader, the Sandman, the ultimate closer. And granted, yes, Mariano has blown some big games. Not as many as Chapman. Okay, Mariano, towards the end of his career, had one pitch and one pitch only. And he threw it and, and dared you to hit it. Okay? Chapman has a variety of pitches that anybody could hit. You know, is part of Chapman's struggle right now in the past five games at Achilles? Probably. Should he be pitching on it? No. Because what's going to happen when you put him out there again, Boone? He could freaking go and get ready to throw the ball, and that Achilles could snap. And guess what? He's out the whole year. So, the question then remains, who is your closer? 
They got enough people in the bullpen to do it. It could be closer by committee. Clay Holmes has pitched 21 scoreless innings in his past how many outings. You have Jonathan Loisica who could close. Yeah, Michael King who could close. You have that other kid that came in yesterday in relief. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to say. If you had to use him to close, you have a plethora of bullpen arms in the pen you could call in the bullpen in the farm that you could call up. So the Yankees will be fine as far as the bullpen. What they need to do is they have to score with runners in scoring position. And why in the world, again, why is Hicks batting sixth when he's done nothing? It's almost like Aaron Hicks got that seven-year, $70 million contract, right? And then was like, oh, fuck, I don't have to play baseball no more because I'm getting guaranteed $10 million a year so I could just sit here and just play marginal baseball, you know, and be okay. You know, with the trade deadline coming during the All-Star break or a little after the All-Star break, whenever it is this year, and obviously the Yankees are looking to the Yankees will probably try to ship off Gallo, who's been a bit of a disappointment. I'm not going to disagree with the fans, okay? Well, at least the knowledgeable ones, okay? Because I go based on what I see, you know. But again, what do you get for Gallo at the value he holds now, which is little to nothing? You'll get a guy like Aaron Hicks. So what you have to do is, if you want to get yourselves out from under these two. You're going to have to let them build up their value. I don't know how Hicks does it, but Gallo could do it. Okay? And I don't know what you get in return for Joey Gallo once his value is up there. But, again, it'll be a wait and see. It'll just have to be a wait and see. But, um, you know, for those people who are asking me, hey, you haven't done a, an episode in a few days. You know, I decided to kind of take a little bit of a break. Sometimes, you know... You know, people don't realize it gets tiring doing this at times. Um, you know, you always got to come up with topics to discuss. You always got to research stuff. You always have to, you know, you got to mentally prepare to do this. You know, sometimes I just jump on here without any anything and I just go with whatever I can remember what's going on and and whatnot. You know, people sit there and go, people that, that I know, they go, oh, you have a podcast, must be simple to do. Listen, this shit ain't simple at all. You know, it ain't simple at all. But for those who were, who were worried I wasn't doing this no more, don't worry. Um, you know, once in a while, I just got to take a mental break from a lot of things and just, you know, I got to recharge myself. So we will be back. I'll either do one Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, jump into a little more NFL. Um, But, you know, again, for those who listen to this, I'm really dying for your outtake as far as the Tim Anderson, Jackie, uh, Jackie reference and Josh Donaldson saying it, because it's something that, you know, I seen somebody on Twitter that goes, not everything in sports needs to be debated. And I wish I knew his Twitter handle so I could call him out personally, but I forget, which means you, you hold no importance in my life at all, but no, when it happens in front of us, whether we're at the game, at home, at a bar watching it, at a cigar lounge watching it, wherever you watch, even if you're watching it from your phone on a trade line, back from wherever, okay? Doesn't matter. And then we're hearing interviews about it. Everything in sports is always going to be up for debate. Everything. 
That's just it, it's just the, it's just the, the the nature of sports. Everything's gonna always be a debate. Everything's gonna be. Everything. I mean, you look at the NFL for years. For, ever since the inception of the one time this has ever been called the tuck rule game has always been debated. It has always been debated. Okay? That's one. Okay? The, the, you know, the debate that'll go on forever. Who's better, Jordan or LeBron? You know, could Shaq and Kobe have won more if they were able to coexist? There's a lot of things that get debated every day. You know, like, is Jim Brown the best running back of all time in the NFL? You know, who could surpass Jim Brown? You know, down to down to all these lists of top tens, you know, top tens and top shooting guards in the NBA of all time. And even the, 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 all, the, the 75-year anniversary list of NBA players. How, well, how did this guy make it, but this guy didn't? So think about that for a second. Everything in sports is debatable. And it'll always be. It's just a matter of how knowledgeable you are and what you come to the table with. Don't come to the table and bring Ugats. Don't do that with me. Don't do that with other people that I know that, you know, that do this as a, you know, a little side thing that they like to do. Okay? Don't. Because when you do, you're going to get destroyed. That's why when I've done the Jordan-LeBron debate, there have been people who legit have said, I know nothing about the sport of basketball when I've come with the facts. Okay? Statistical facts. This fact, that fact, whatever it is. Okay? Bottom line. And what I really feel like, and what I might do, because I'm off this Saturday, because I got a nice old three-day weekend coming, you know, because obviously this weekend's Memorial Day weekend. So... What I might do is, I got to see how long <coughs> Tim Anderson's been in the league since he wants to reference himself as Jackie. And let's see what his numbers are against Jackie Robinson's numbers. That's what I'm curious to see. And then let's see if he should really, really be saying he's a modern-day Jackie Robinson. Because to me, to me, it doesn't matter what you do. Tim Anderson, to me, could have better numbers than Jackie Robinson for his career. But there's only one thing, again, that Tim Anderson will never have, that Jackie Robinson will always have, that puts him not only in baseball immortality, but in social justice immortality. And that's the fact that he broke a barrier that no young African-American baseball player thought they could ever break. And it took one man to do that. Obviously, obviously, it took Jackie Robinson's skill set. Okay? Obviously. Obviously. But it also took one guy to see that talent. Branch Rickey. So, if Tim Anderson's saying he's, he's the modern-day Jackie Robinson, so what you're telling me is that the manager before you and Tony La Russa now are the guys that saw the talent in you. That's what you're saying. You broke social justice barriers. You broke racial barriers. That's what, that's what Tim Anderson's telling you. Okay. Again, those walls were broken decades ago. So you're not the modern day Jackie Robinson. You're not. You're not. You won't be. You won't ever be. Nobody will ever be. There'll only be one Jackie Robinson. End of story. 
And with that being said, I'm going to get ready to, you know, take care of some stuff here at work. So, uh, to my buddies at 1420 Sports, I hope this lived up to the hype that you were waiting to listen to. Um, you know, and again, to all those that retweet and follow, it's much appreciated. So, I'll have the link up in a little bit and then everybody could check it out. And then you could, uh, you could leave me your thoughts or you could, you could inbox me if you want and whatever else. I really don't care. Um, but to the next one, stay safe and as always, peace.